0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Retrieving Sanity with your host, Keegan. Today, my friends, I have a three-part question for you, so listen up, follow along. One, are you friend? Two, are you foe? And then last, are you friend or foe to yourself? Now, you might be asking yourself, what does this have to do with recovery, what does it have to do with the human condition or you might even ask yourself what does this have to do with me and we'll explore all this but the thing is first it's good to know which end you stand on friend or foe and it's okay to be in between or undecided because a lot of us probably don't think about this. So, before we dive into it, go ahead leave a like or comment if you are friend or foe to yourself. So, without further ado, let's dive into the episode of Friend or Foe. So, whenever we say the word foe, what comes to mind? It carries a negative connotation. And Google defines it as an enemy or an opponent. Those try to keep you down, kill you, or just stop you from achieving your goals. And it's okay to have these in real life because, first of all, it's inevitable. Second of all, it just means that you're doing something right. If there's one thing video games have taught me, It's that I will encounter enemies if I'm going the right way, doing the right thing. So don't let enemies or opponents dissuade you. Don't let them overrun you. In fact, use that as motivation to know that you are doing what you're supposed to do. Because again, it's inevitable, so you gotta treat it like any other obstacle go over it, go through it, go around it, but don't let them stop you. Now, if it's okay to have enemies on the outside, wouldn't it be okay to have enemies on the inside being your own foe, your own worst enemy? Well, not really. And I say this because most of us would probably Associate ourselves with being our own worst enemy or our own foe But we like to disguise it in a little phrase such as I am my own worst critic now That's kind of harsh, right? and There's different reasons why we say this about ourselves and one of them would happen to be that We know what we're capable of, or at least we like to think we know what we're capable of. And while we may be correct, we set an expectation bar up so high that it's hard to either achieve it or go beyond and above. And if you recall, in a few episodes back, I talked about how expectations can actually be a bad thing. And again, I say that because once your expectations are high, and they're not met, then it leads to disappointment, and it could lead to regret, or ultimately, a resentment against someone, something, or in this case, against yourself. Being your own worst critic, you focus on the negative you focus on the things you coulda, shoulda, woulda, but you didn't. And no one is capable of really accurately knowing how they will approach a situation or deal with one whenever it comes to pass. We like to think that we know how we would or could, but the fact of the matter is, throughout studies, they have shown We are terrible at predicting our future emotions and reactions. So in this sense, setting up an expectation of how you should or would or will handle something sets up well, a failure bar which lies anywhere from right at the expectation bar or just a little bit below. The less expectations you have for yourself, the higher your serenity will be. The more at peace you can be with what is to come and the outcomes from that. Whenever you're a critic upon yourself and you focus on the negative, that negative that you're looking at with a magnifying glass takes away from the bigger picture this picture that we're supposed to look at, it shows us where we're at, where we came from, and where we're going. The last part is still being painted, but the other two show us right where we were and are. Now, focusing on the negative aspects is to focus on the past. You can only learn so much from the past, and After that, it's throwing yourself a pity party. And if you remember in a couple episodes ago, a pity party is not good. And focusing on this negative, it takes away from being able to progressively move towards a path of growth and development. Whenever you're so negative and you keep disappointing yourself because your expectations are too high you'll find yourself struggling to actually sit there take up new risks new opportunities because if you failed at this in the past what's to say you'll actually succeed this time and while sometimes you may be right it's bad too well Think of it that way as an absolute. Because these lessons that occur whenever we fuck up, well, that's what they are. They're lessons. To be so critical and focus on only that, you're not taking anything with you. You're trying to pull the whole picture back and rewrite it. And that doesn't work. So, having these expectations of yourself judging yourself and putting yourself down you're only creating a negative feedback loop you're going to sit there and do x and then y happens and because z didn't happen the way you wanted it to then you go back to i'm not even really going to try because i already messed up before so why even bother Now, the interesting thing of, well, being your own worst critic is that actually you can be your own best friend at the same time. Now I'm not saying those two intermingle, per se, but the opposite of being your own worst critic would be to be your own best friend. So, whenever you criticize yourself, what's the opposite of criticism? Well, that's compassion. So, bear with me. Self-compassion, it's the cure to self-criticism. And I know it sounds like one of those, you think good, you'll do good kind of things. Or, if you're not happy, just change your mindset. You know, just Be happy, it's a choice. Well, kinda, sort of, yes and no. But the thing is, with being your own best friend versus being your own critic, being your own best friend means that you get to sit there and take notes of the flaws, you get to take those lessons and apply it towards the future, apply it towards yourself. And in doing so, you will actually have that room for growth and development and be willing to actually try new things or even try the things again that you beat yourself up on for so long. And Whenever you're a best friend for yourself, you focus on your strengths. If criticism focuses On all the negative all the flaws then being your own best friend supports your strengths but the thing is remember it does leave room for growth it pushes you forward it is a positive feeling and it's encouraging instead of demeaning so whenever you get to take these risks That otherwise a self critical perspective would bring about nothing, this best friend mentality will sit there and give you that motivation, that push that you might have been lacking for so long. And again, there's nothing inherently wrong with being your own worst critic because, again, you know yourself better than anyone else would, except for maybe a few people, but even then, you know your strengths and your weaknesses, but focusing on the weaknesses, on the flaws, gets you nowhere because you focus on what you cannot do. Being your own best friend, it shows you what you can do, and that is where the power in self-compassion lies it doesn't necessarily mean it's an absolute that because you think like this or you have a different mindset this is going to be the truth absolutely it gives you that leniency to say this is what you can aim for and if you don't get there that's okay it's all right because again, we're only human. Well, some of us, right? Most of us, sorry, take that back. (laughs) But whenever we actually give ourselves that room for growth, for being human, that compassion for ourselves, it will bring out the best of us. And I say this because Whenever you bring out the best in someone or something, you only get better and better results. It's like whenever something gets put on the drawing board, you can sit there and you can find the flaws in the idea. But if you focus on the flaws for too long and only the flaws, you won't come up with a solution. Being your own best friend, it sees the flaws, and it sees the solutions. And again, they can be possible solutions, but it's actual progress and growth that we're aiming for. It's being able to sit there and realize that, yeah, you know what, I screwed up, but maybe I can do a little different. Maybe I can do better next time. And that's all we can do is try. Because, again, being human does not make us absolute in any way. Okay, I also take that back because we're all going to be hungry, thirsty, you know, whatever. There are some absolute truths, but you know what I mean. So, how do you go about being your own best friend versus... Your own worst critic. Well, you can start with challenging your negative thoughts. And by challenging, I mean ask yourself if that criticism is actually true. Are you being too hard on yourself for something so small? Chances are, you probably are. And is there another way you could look at it instead of from some lens that's murky broken and what about one that is actually showing you the possibilities focusing on your strengths again that's how best friends lift each other up whenever you have a best friend remember you can see the flaws but you play on the strengths if you know your friend is good at public speaking but you're not and If he knows that you are good at coming up with the ideas you collaborate you get the idea and he passes the message so it's kind of like again having a friend but it's yourself and I know again this sounds alien and it sounds stupid like the whole cliche of well it's not that easy Well, you're right, it's not easy, but that's what makes it worth it. Because for so long, we beat ourselves up over a lot of nothing. And if you're an afflicted one with the disease of choice, we sit there knowing what we could do different. But we get trapped in that mindset of negative. Negativity. Thinking only of the things that have bothered us, that we've done, that we wish we never would have. And this, again, is a self-destructive cycle, because we might be able to see and know what went wrong, what we can do next time. But focusing so much on the negative only breeds more negativity, because... We're not showing ourselves compassion. Whenever you see a hurt animal, do you just sit there and go, oh, well, that sucks. Or do you sit there and you actually try to help? Kind of like someone in a wheelchair. Do you hold the door open for them? If not, you're an asshole. Get out of here. But, again, whenever we focus on what substances we used how we got them why we were even using then it takes away that positive aspect of growth because we're so in tune with our negativity we only breed that negativity through further future actions it all starts with a change again the paradox of the disease of choice is that it started as a choice, you can't deny that. It was that person's choice to use or drink, as it was for me, however I didn't really have the choice if I was going to become afflicted with the disease of choice, also known as addiction. For those that are new here. But the funny thing is. To break that disease. We're going to have it for the rest of our lives. But to break that cycle. It starts with a choice. It starts with a choice of. Am I going to do better? Am I going to go and get help? Because I cannot do this on my own. If you could, well, you probably already would have. And trust me, the mind is going to sit there and say, I got it, I can do it on my own. But time and time again, we are proven incorrect. And that starts to breed that negativity, that self-criticism that keeps us in bondage. It keeps us locked down And instead of showing ourself compassion and saying it's okay to get help, it's okay to admit that I'm weak. I now know that I will never have it 100% all over the place. And now I know that that is okay. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to get support where I need it. And that's the thing, that was showing myself compassion, that is how we start to defeat this disease of choice, is through compassion to ourselves and to our fellows. Whether you're an afflicted one, or the family member or friend of one, we can all do something about it by just showing a little bit of compassion. Sitting there and focusing on the negative will do nothing but breed negativity. What we need to do is see the negative for what it is. And then we can deal with it appropriately. So, I say, let's learn how to defeat self-criticism with that of self-compassion. Because through that, we will find healing and We will finally get to know peace. If you liked this episode, go ahead and hit like. Leave a comment. Let me know if you were friend or foe to yourself. Until next time, slan!